mystical beings and welcome to another episode of mystic and the hag so we're gonna be honest about a couple of things we have tried to record this episode under a different topic for about i don't know 40 minutes we tried a good we we really tried we tried so hard but nothing was fun. We couldn't function. Okay. Like we honestly, nothing was making sense. We were all blobby Cathy's. Um, it was just, just not helpful. Like nothing, even as I talk about this, I'm not making sense. Um, but we decided to just go with the flow of this one and just give you a little bit more insights about where we're at and what we're doing what's been on our minds, because we also think it's important that you get to know us a little bit more too. So hope you enjoy. Please don't shame us too much for our silliness (laughs) and ridiculousness. And I hope that we make a little bit of some, I don't know, some sense. I hope we had, there's some sense to it. I don't know. I think there is. I think, um, I think if nothing else, I think we implanted some gems that you'll be able to glean something from and it's not too long of an episode so just enjoy it and yeah in the meantime though how have you been doing Leah I was thinking we should probably start talking about how we've been doing (laughs) you know may as well just do like some quick little chit chat and yeah as I snorted by the way you're gonna hear me snort into the microphone it's okay sometimes I feel like I laugh like a muppet so it's okay it's totally fine um but yeah I guess we always have these conversations before we record I know so I swear we do talk about things other than (laughs) But yeah, um, so how are we? How are things? I'm good. How are you, Danielle? Good. I, I feel like I need to talk about this thing because I don't think you and I have talked about this. Um, but I colored my hair. Yeah, and it looks so good. <laughs> I know I'm laughing because I, I, I don't know. I was, okay, so... I've been there's this like like contentious thing that's been happening I think between like people you know people with making big hair changes and as someone who's been like a blonde toned person for a very long time probably over the last I don't know at least 10 years it's a very big shock to have brown dark hair yes it's been that long that you've been I know Man, no like one f- feel like I always thought you were just a natural blonde. Honestly, <laughs> just like <laughs> well, that mousy color was definitely my natural hair, but the balayage, whatever balayage tone type, has been a part of it for a very long time. I had like white blonde hair at one point, oh, but wow. I haven't been this dark since like twenty, since I was twenty man so how do you feel yeah that's a like (laughs) that's definitely a long time to go with like not changing for sure so how do you feel about it like I feel so weird but I also think it's kind of like this thing that I have with my deities I really do I really do feel like it's like this thing where okay so here's the thing 
there was a little miscommunication on my part with my stylist. I thought it was going to be a little bit lighter than it was. Mm. Definitely was not a lot darker than I thought. And then I was like, what the hell is happening? And then I think that it was just my DDs being like, no, you got to embrace this side of you that I've never experienced before. And I was just like, all right, let's do this. Let's embrace it. And I like it. I really do like it. I just, it like, it doesn't, I just don't feel me quite yet. Does that mm. make sense? Like, I feel like I'm wearing a wig, but it's not that for some reason, my internet said it was unstable for a second. Sorry. That's okay. We're good. Um, but yeah, I, when you make a really big change to your hair, it could be really strange. Like, I mean, I'm currently growing out a mullet, which was a mistake as someone who has like a bit of a fixation on symmetry and had finally just started really liking their hair. Um, that was a mistake. Um, (laughs) so why'd you do the mullet thing? Like, what was it? I thought it'd be cute. It was something I'd been thinking about for a while, like months before I did it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just, I thought it'd be cooler. I thought, I don't know. But you deeply regret it. I don't know if I deeply regret it. I try not to live like with any like regretful things um, or yeah, but I don't, I, I think your hair looks really good. I think it's cool. And well, thank you. I liked it when you had your hair as a mullet though. Like I really did. Like I like it. It's still mullet-ish, but I just, like when I'm looking back at the photos of the photo shoot that we did, my hair was like pretty long and it was like, oh yeah, why did I do that? All my hair was my natural color. It was all great. And all is that your natural hair color right now? Yep. Jesus. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't dyed it in many, many moons. Cause I used to dye it like cool, fun colors all the time. But mm-hmm. then I felt like I was hiding behind like dyed hair and felt like it was just like a way of having a mask and mm-hmm. I mean in general I've been like really minimalizing my style and simplifying everything because I just want mm-hmm. to f- focus more on what comes from like within and I also really like doing makeup makeup I feel is such a great accessory <laughs> so like, 100% why do anything else but um yeah, so like changing, doing like a mullet was kind of a weird choice for me in hindsight. And it's funny because Jeff was like, you know, I was going to ask you if you were really sure, but you seemed so confident and certain that something you wanted to do that I figured you should just go ahead and do it. <laughs> so I appreciate it that he was like giving me the space to just experiment, but mm-hmm. maybe it should have been a time where he should have stepped in. it's okay (laughs) it's so true it's so true and my my sister was with me while I was getting my hair done and I remember her being like it's a lot darker than Danielle imagined and she was like it's beautiful it's rich she was just being such a good like gasser upper like she was just gassing me up which is exactly what I needed at that time but I also want to talk about Sophia Rowe. Have you ever heard of Sophia Rowe? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. 
So Sophia Rowe is also a chef, I believe. Yes, she is a chef. Um, she's really lovely. And during that time I was getting my hair done, she also got her hair done and I was watching her Instagram stories. She is a beautiful black woman with these, with these beautiful curls and hair and long, long natural hair. And um, she had a lot of her identity wrapped up with hair and mm-hmm. like how she decided that week was that she was going to be cutting her hair and how thoughtful and intentional she was about finding someone to do her hair for her and mm-hmm. how she really switched her ideal around like understanding her identity is connected to her hair and really gave permission that it's okay for you to have attachment to your hair and it's okay to for you to like not say it's just hair because as an Aries as you're an Aries I'm so wrapped up in my hair like I I did not realize like how much of not my identity but definitely like my confidence and like a sense of power or something that has to come down to my hair and I think I don't know what it was it was just something that I noticed I feel that honestly like I'm I've never had a major attachment to my hair but it's always been one of those things where I'm really finicky about it and I want it to be more than it is yeah like one of the coolest things I ever did was the first time I buzzed my hair off which was like a really freeing experience but then like when it was growing out I'd be complain about it so much and I had to promise Jeff and myself that if I ever shaved my head again or anything that I wouldn't complain about the hair growing out stage because it's so annoying but then when my hair was starting to get really long like I found I had a huge amount of confidence from it and how I felt with my long hair and yeah like so much self-expression and identity and strength and everything is connected to hair Mm -hmm. I mean even on cultural levels like um in the bible there's Samson whose like literal strength is connected to his hair so when he eventually cuts his hair like his strength disappears yeah I had no idea that yeah um it's a topic of discussion our house a lot especially with like quick uh quick like tangent So with that story, Samson cuts his hair because a woman convinces him to. And it's like Mm. this moment in the Bible where Jeff and I talk about this all the time, where it's like, is it just an opportunity and an excuse to demonize women and for people Mm -hmm. to use the Bible as a form to demonize women, even though through most of the Bible, like there aren't really that many examples of like women being terrible it's mm-hmm. pretty rare but it's just examples like that where it's like well if you yeah it was something we were talking about recently um, women can take your strength away from a man yeah and yeah the the story of samson comes up shockingly a lot in our house Interesting. Um, yeah we talk about the bible a lot like um both of us grew up in christian households so both of us, it, the Bible is kind of this interesting book that we'll just talk about from time to time. And yeah, and but then, yeah, so back to the hair thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like there's lots of cultures, um, like non-Christian cultures as well that don't cut their hair because it's such a, pow- a symbol of power 
for something that's like a bunch of dead cells hanging from our heads there's so much mysticism and Mm -hmm. identity and everything connected to our hair which is kind of cool it's very true it's very cool so I'm just like like you I think I do remember when you did cut your hair and you were having some feels about it yeah I it's just a morning phase you know yeah where it's like you when you first get your hair cut it's like wow this is great amazing this is great and then like the honeymoon phase passes and then you start to really question the decisions you've made in your life it totally is yeah like fortunately um a couple last month the month before maybe I trimmed my hair and that made me feel a lot better because now it's kind of all I'll probably do another trim again soon because like every time I do it's like I don't know I feel like I just need a sense of control over my own hair Mm -hmm. and because it's one thing I can control that is so true like I didn't put two and two together is that this whole feeling of like the way that it's turned out is like losing a sense of control over my body in some capacity yeah one thing that um comes up a lot or at least was a notion that came up a lot the first time I buzzed my hair was this idea that like for a lot of people to lose their hair like that is a really traumatic experience Mm -hmm. so um the first or I think I just freshly buzzed it again if I remember correctly um well no maybe it was the first time either way I was at I think the Portland airport and a woman came up to me and said your hair looks amazing but I I like was it your own choice and I was like yeah and she's like that's amazing um so like that was that's like a interact I have the most interesting experiences and interactions with people at airports like all the time yeah. um but that's one that's really stuck with me in terms of like the context of like your the changes you make to your hair is so important because like if mm-hmm. it's because of something like illness or someone else using it as a symbol of control or whatever it's Mm -hmm. obviously traumatizing but if it's from a place of self and our own choice then it's super empowering Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I agree that's such a beautiful response though to ask someone I love your hair but was that your choice like that is such a a thing I would never think about when I see somebody with a shaved head that looks like there's so many people who are who look amazing with shaved heads that I'm always just so like flabbergasted about like Mm -hmm. and but that was such a a beautiful response like kudos to that human for yeah taking it to the next level you know yeah I really appreciate it especially because in that time it was like that question and that interaction made me feel so empowered oh to feel empowered I mean we all feel empowered in time so yeah just a weird morning of loss of grief and stuff but I feel like we've been really talking about hair but hair is such a symbolism I think for so many people making changes in their lives a hundred percent and so I think that I just like want to normalize this like period of feeling like some feels about it right yeah because I feel like there's when people like get their hair changed and it's not the outcome that they were hoping for it's always framed as like oh well you're just whining it's just hair blah 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 it's like no it's not just hair 
it's, an it's extension- not just hair no it's an extension of yourself and when that's it's a change occurs that you don't want I don't know it's like it's still like a change to your body that isn't what you were hoping for and it's no. still like the something that every time you look in the mirror it's like this sense of disappointment and totally and I just want to say I don't hate my hair okay yeah because I don't because I like my pal did it who I love and I and who is such a kind human and she's so incredibly talented like the cut is fucking phenomenal it's like everything that I wanted and the color is rich and deep and nice and beautiful. So I'm not complaining. Like I'm not, I just want you to know she did not do a bad job. She did an absolute lovely job. I am just a whiny baby. Not, <laughs> no, I'm not just a whiny baby. I'm just like grieving. And I think that is okay. And I need to remind myself that grieving's okay. Just like I remember you were grieving in the mullet phase. And sometimes we just need to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's our bodies and we should feel welcome and allowed to discuss these things when it's like, it's still, and also sometimes it's just that sense of change where it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is different. And was I ready for this change? But I'm also a true believer of like going into things headfirst sometimes. Totally. And just embracing things and just going into that really uncomfortable spot just to, to get it over with almost like, yeah, I'm just one of those people that believes in doing those things and pushing ourselves a little bit too much. Maybe I push, you know, but. I think it's good to put ourselves in positions where we're less comfortable. Yeah. Just pushing ourselves into different states of being like however that looks like it is Mm -hmm. important it's just yeah it's a entering into a state of discomfort which sometimes isn't a bad thing no I don't know what is wrong with me I like literally cannot function I don't I don't know like what is the moon what's the day phase I'm just I'm just checking actually (laughs) because I'm like it's probably in a water sign honestly um oh it's in Sagittarius what that's weird how this energy is flighty okay so maybe that's why also we're just like I don't want to stay in the center I don't want to do this anymore like no usually I function so well when um the moon is in fire signs but I don't know I guess I would mean Are you that not functioning either? I don't feel like I am. Yeah, I'm exhausted, by the way. Can we just, I just, I feel like we just need to say that out loud. Yeah. Like, this is not our most, you know, uplifting, maybe energized episode. We just literally tried recording an episode for a good 30 minutes about something that will be talked about in the future. But Lee and I just couldn't get our shit together with it. Maybe it's more me. I'm sorry if that was more me. But like, I think so. I think we just both couldn't get our shit together. It was awful. There were some really silly moments of us talking and just not making any sense. 
we went on a tangent tangent about rugs that was fun that was fun our, our, our hopes and dreams to make our own rugs one day. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a mystic in the Hague rug. That'd be cool. Uh, would it be though? Would it be a little cheesy though? Maybe. A little. I don't I know. Mean, it could just be a blue rug with a crescent moon. True. Um, that'd be cute. That would be very cute. Which maybe eventually we'll have merch one day. Maybe. I think we do want to have merch eventually. Yeah. Maybe not handmade nice. rugs. That seems like a lot of work <laughs> and they'd be so expensive, but worth it. They'd be handmade rugs. Exactly. Anyways, exactly. we should stop talking about rugs. Why are we talking about <laughs> rugs so much? It's been on my mind a lot lately. Like I've been okay. looking up rugs on Pinterest and Instagram pretty much constantly. Uh, so... I'm also into looking at green kitchens, by the way, like green, like, like kitchen cabinets. Like I, I am like the color green. Yeah. Like Pinterest. Okay. So ever since I saw Dakota Johnson's, I think that's her name, Dakota Johnson's like home reno kitchen thing. I've been dreaming about her kitchen and being like, I want that fucking kitchen. I want that kitchen so bad. But anyways, that's. Side notes, home decor, <laughs> our favorite. Yeah, it's um, been on my mind a lot lately. <laughs> and as well as animals. Animals are a big one, but oh, cute animals. Yeah. You have lots of cute animals, so. Yeah, three oh. lovely black cats. I just get excited for anybody who finds their familiar. Like, I want to know what that feels like. I cannot wait. It's to have my cool. familiar like I'm pretty sure I manifested John D or like something like, yeah did I ever tell you about that wasn't we're okay maybe this isn't the right one but was it when you thought you were gonna get a different cat or something like that or was it him no um I don't think so so basically I'd been really thinking about how I'd really like to have like a lovely cuddly black cat who's a boy it was just like really clear in my mind that'd be like this amazing like boy black cat and I'd really been thinking about it and this was one of those times where I said the same thing to like three different people where it was kind of verbalizing what I wanted and then on Victoria Day after doing Odafest one year it's like okay so I have this money um I just I really feel like my boy is out there and I want to go find him and then because it was a holiday the SPCA was closed so we're like okay well we'll go and get what we need to get a second cat because we already had Lily and so we just meant to go to like Petland or whatever to just get some extra stuff and then they had their cat adoption corner and there was John D whose name at the time was Baby which like is super fitting still but he's John D named after the 16th century occultist um, I didn't actually name him Jeff did but like it just fits him so perfectly yeah so I saw this cat and I was just like I need to meet that cat and I also but first I looked up the animal shelter that it was from just to make sure it was reputable and not like a kill shelter or whatever because I just wanted to make sure I was adopting from a good shelter and looked them up they were up and up seemed fine and then I was like 
I really need to meet this cat. Like, I feel like he's my cat. And Jeff was like, are you sure? Just like basically being like, are you positive? Is it because you like want a cat and this is a black cat? Is that why? I'm like, no, I feel like it's more in that. I feel connected to this cat. And I couldn't bear the idea of like leaving this cat. So we asked to meet him and we went into like the visitor room. And then he just like slid right up against me and like was didn't seem happy because he just has resting bitch face that's just his life (laughs) he's just like a grumpy grumpy boy and you know relate I get it um but every time someone would walk by the room he would growl at them but like he wasn't growling at me or Jeff he was super chill and he was just like sitting really close to me and like this is my cat and Jeff is like, okay, are you sure? Are you sure this is the cat? And just like making absolute certain. And it's like, yes. And then for the longest time, like he was, I was the only person he liked. And now he's actually way more chill with everyone. Um, he gro- still growls at some people, which I'm fine with because he's my big hunky boy. But yeah, so it was like, I feel like he came into my life because I was like literally searching for him and then later I did like a past life um pendulum read and I was like okay how many lives have John D and I shared like being in in each other's life and it was like 10 plus and I'm like all right because John D feels like the oldest soul like yeah (laughs) oh that's so beautiful yeah he's my familiar I love him I want to know about other people's familiars do you think I wonder like I'm sure there's people who I, listen to our like show. Yeah, there must yeah. be. But yeah, like I feel like I'm obsessed with the concept of familiars and like cat magic and um, familiars in general and how different animals like interact with our energy and everything. And mm-hmm. but I feel like it's not a topic I see anyone talk about quite as much as I would like. I want people to tell me about like how they work magic with their animals and what they do and like the relationship they share and the bond they share I want but like I'm also the person where my one of my favorite things of scrolling through reddit through the pages and pages of cat content that I follow is like seeing what people name their cats and <laughs> I'm like uh bonds with animals I, I love it it's my favorite thing I know I know. I think most of the people that I know have animals except for me. And I feel like I should own an animal. Like I really do. I feel like that is a need. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yes. It'll happen very soon. Eventually. Hoping, wishing, praying, you know, that song. No, I don't. Oh my God. My best friend's wedding. Do you remember that song? No. Oh, oh, why does everything seem to be so hard? Maybe it's just this Pisces season, like Pisces. Yes, it is. I can we just blame it on Pisces season? Yes. Um, okay, I'll so- tell you why. Um, Pisces season is always like I don't function well through most water signs. <laughs> and honestly, I forgot it was Pisces season. It, like I'm looking at the moon phase, but completely ignoring. I think also either venus or mercury are in pisces right now i think oh Um, so like we have the sun sign and then like there's also all this like aquarian energy still because i think four other planets are still in aquarius so it's just like this combination of like weepy flighty emotional confusing alienness and i don't function well 
in Aquarian or Pisces seasons, but like Pisces season is always the worst for me. Which is so interesting. So my moon is in Aquarius and my Mm -hmm. Venus is in Aquarius. So like blighty daddy is like my life in a lot of ways and but like we're both cancer rising so which is water so I don't understand how we don't function I don't get it in water signs most of my signs are I have like a lot of fire and water pretty much exclusively other than um the more generational signs Mm -hmm. where there's like a little bit of Capricorn and stuff yeah like my I think my Mercury is in Pisces and there's something else in Pisces to pull up my sanctuary app real quick yeah my mercury and my mars are in pisces everything else is either in aries leo or cancer and then like my saturn is in aquarius but that's a generational sign i think so is uranus neptune and pluto and maybe Jupiter. can you explain what a generational sign means to folks so that basically means um and i'm just going to disclose the fact that i'm not an astrologer i just really love astrology <laughs> but like I'm trying to learn more but it's just confusing to me a little bit but um generational signs are basically the ones where they stay in the same sign for like a decade plus so like with Saturn the signs usually they usually stay in that sign for I think it's like it must be like 20 or 30 years because we when we have our Saturn returns it's every like 28 years or so like I'm in my Saturn returns right now I think that's wrapping up next year um and then you have another one like your 50s and then in your 80s but the one in your early late late 20s early 30s is like the most wild in a lot of ways because like you're already going through so many changes and life is like you're told you're supposed to be where you are at that moment but that's random and not grounded in any sense of reality yeah so that's what a generational sign is I don't know if that's an actual term but I've heard it before that's what I call it because it makes sense (laughs) so right now lots of Piscean energy lots of Aquarian energy personally I don't know how to handle it um and like I have a bunch of Pisces placements so I don't know why I can't handle anything Piscean no, I'm trying to look at mine. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Aquarius loves me. Aquarius people usually Uh, like me too. Yeah. yeah, I have so many Pisces friends. It's ridiculous. Like, I feel like most of my friends are either Pisces or Leos. That's true. And Aquarius as well as like fire for sure. There's a lot of fires that follow me. Um, And like, yeah, water signs for sure those things not a lot of um earth though no like I know a lot of Capricorns I get along really well with Capricorns I love Capricorns honestly like we were talking about Capricorns the other day um because my dad's a Capricorn I was like so many of the things my dad has done in his life are like such strong Capricorn energy and his moon is also in Leo so it's like yeah of course my dad is like has always done the things he does because it's just like this like directional like yeah I'm gonna do this thing and I'm gonna succeed at it (laughs) it's like typical Capricorn no I think Capricorns are my favorite out of the earth signs completely because then there's Taurus and Virgo I don't really know any Taurus I know a few Virgos but like I just I don't get Virgos I I I like all my Virgo friends and I have a lot of them but I'm just like I I don't fully understand you (laughs) 
no, never, never, never will I ever. Can't, can't get it, can't get into them. Like not into them is like, I think I'm not trying to offend the Virgos here, okay? Yeah. Like I'm not. It's just, it's, it's just so opposite to how I function in life. It's just very different. Well, with all your air and water placements, like it's a lot. Makes sense. And fire. Yeah. 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 But I do have Taurus. I do have Capricorn in my chart. So I have two. Just no Virgo. Sorry, Virgos. I think I have like one Virgo placement. Oh yeah, my Jupiter is in Virgo. I wonder if it'll say how often (laughs) my Mars is in Taurus. It's starting to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and my Neptune is in Capricorn. We're just going through our chart. No big yeah. deal. You're um, learning every detail about us. It's almost like it's like you're giving us, we're giving you the key to our ourselves. Yeah. It's and- oh, it's like kind of like a gift whenever you get like little info about the people that you know about their chart. Like it's just so it's just like unlocking this extra door about this person and it's just so exciting it's just so exciting and also like it always feels so intimate when someone like gives you their birth time Mm -hmm. or they're like yeah you can read my chart and it's like thank you I know and then sometimes I'm that nerd where I'll look up the charts of like dead people that I admire (laughs) Just because it's like, I want to know answers. <laughs> it's like, like one time I looked at Vampira's chart. Because um, it's like, what's her moon sign? I don't remember. I can't, I don't have a memory for these things. So I have to look up the same charts like 60 million times. Yeah. Same. But yeah, it's, it's just like these extra little keys that just provide that little bit of extra information that it's all contextual and it just kind of makes things make more sense. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of skeptical people are like, oh, well, you can make anything make sense. And it's like, yeah, I guess, but it's still cool. Like, who cares? Exactly. And also people are complex beings. So when people think about astrology or like they only think about somebody's sun sign, they don't think about the whole chart and the whole chart can make a person. And obviously not a whole chart makes a person in general. Like I'm just saying like, there's a lot of influential, like influence, uh, like other influences, you know? Yeah. But it also is kind of nice. And it does, it's also very interesting when it does show up in real life. One thing that's always really cute, I'm always really curious about is hearing about twins and their charts, because like twins obviously have like a really deep connection more so than other siblings and it's like you know you literally shared a womb together Mm -hmm. but then it's like is it just do you have more of like a psychic connection because you have the exact same signs and placement most likely unless there was like some weird like cross like maybe they don't share the same rising sign maybe right but other than that like I don't know it's neat it's so neat um this is definitely like a rambly chit chatty (laughs) episode but I'm not mad about it this is like just an episode of talking about things that are interesting to us and maybe more mundane but how they're magical and yeah I don't have any qualms with that no me neither oh one thing that's actually kind of neat that I realized (laughs) 
so um the day before valentine's day i bought a rose and i was like okay i've been getting a lot of like signs from venus that i should like do something with her so i bought this rose and i put it a thing of water with um chunk of rose quartz and rhodochrosite which is another really good crystal for like self-love and healing like emotional wounds and all that stuff great crystal. yeah so they've just been like hanging out together and I realized the other day that as the rose has been wilting I've been like feeling better about myself and like more like emotionally confident and more empowered I don't know when I realized I was like that's magical oh my god so did you take that power you took the power from the rose like the properties from the rose I think so because like I've just been feeling like a lot better so it's like I don't the rose is almost fully wilted now so I don't know what to do with it quite yet once it's like fully dead but I feel like it was a super successful spell and yeah did like, you have the intention to do that specifically to help back with self-confidence or like no. what was the intention okay basically it was like I just had a really strong inclination that I should do something with a rose and something okay. with like self-love and self-compassion okay and um all that kind of like body positivity all things emotional kind of and so it's just like I got sometimes with spells I'll just get a vibe that I should do something and I don't really know why or where it's supposed to go or what the end goal is so I'll just do it which I feel like is definitely like art making in some ways so that's definitely what happened with this rose but like yeah, yeah as it's been wilting it's been like giving me this energy to like feel good about myself and feel more like I don't know just all the good stuff like that's beautiful yeah I'm really jazzed about it thank you for sharing that spell because not everybody like shares their spells or wants yeah. to share their spells so thank you for doing that you're welcome I don't share all of them just because sometimes I feel like spells don't work as well if they're being shared but because it's like I know that it has been working and I think it's almost at the end of the cycle I think I'll probably pull it out of the jar and do something with it on March 1st 13th because that'll be a month after mm-hmm. um it's also the new moon so that's oh, cool yeah. so because it's like kind of approaching the end of its like cycle whatever I feel like it's okay to talk about it and also you could use it for like the new moon yeah 100 percent. yeah I'll probably burn it as an incense or something yeah We'll see. We'll see what hits me. Keep it as like a legacy for like its support in the new moon and keep it going into a new chapter. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. That'd be really cool. And I'm pretty stoked about the crystals because they've been absorbing all this energy like the whole time. And that's going to be sweet. Like I've been really, it's funny you've been working with rose quartz. I've been working with rose quartz too. And, and that's not something I normally, I don't normally work with crystals like regularly, but lately I have been. And, Mm. and especially the, like in support of certain things about like 
getting ready in the day or the morning or something like that or bringing into the shower it's just been like a really good support for me yeah. yeah it just helps like I find that helps so much I've also been really into visualization of mm. like magic versus um physical magic I feel like visualize ma- visualization um is really just as equally powerful and sometimes even more and 100% and so I think that's been something that I've been like really interested in like tapping into more and I've been trying to do more and it's funny because I was like I feel like I don't know about you but as I tap into certain work um the more it's being asked of me to like teach others about or support others that I know with working together one-on-one will support and and I I'm I find that really interesting when things cycle through like that okay um any (laughs) anything else this has been such an incredible struggle I don't understand it there's nothing it makes no sense like none of it makes sense like why everything is just a fucking struggle like I don't get it it's fine all right. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mystic in the Hague. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, hopefully we were focused enough that you learned something from it. Um, as always, feel free to subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Mystic in the Hague. Um, you can also support us by buying us a coffee. The link for that is in the description and on our Instagram And until next time, mystical beings, bye. Bye.